So hi, welcome to Grown Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with... Hi, I'm Trent. And I'm Jeff, and we're Poe the Passenger. And we're asking some questions say about their new single, Hologram. So congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about the response to it so far? Pretty good, actually. It's It's been insane seeing the streams come up the last couple of days. I mean, it's only been out for five days now. Yeah, if that, I think. Yeah, Four and it's, it's quickly becoming one of the, the highest stream songs that we have within just a week. So super excited about that and also super thankful for everybody and their response. Yeah, the response has been fantastic. Um, we've found uh, success on TikTok. For some people, it's Instagram. Some, you know, some people, it's Twitch or whatever for us. And the brand that we have, TikTok, is definitely the biggest exponential growth. It's you know the people that come on tour to our shows are primarily from TikTok. The people that come over to our Spotify are primarily from TikTok. And we grew like fifty thousand followers since you know the release of Hologram, and it's, it's like kind of just crazy yeah. i know it's just in like four over four million views on some of the video like it's just nuts like analytics that we've never received on instagram so i don't know what it is with instagram if you're out yeah. there and we did something wrong to you i'm sorry <laughs> but tiktok is definitely like we're like the golden child with tiktok for now i was trying to you know get our followers up on instagram by showing some skin and i just don't think it worked out <laughs> no I, yeah instagram Instagram's like finicky. That. yeah yeah um yeah but it, the the obviously the exponential growth on tiktok is crazy but the fact that these short form videos then translate over to streams and then hard ticket sales is totally crazy because mm -hmm. for the longest time everyone yeah. was like but do the streams translate to tickets and one of the bands that i work with at my day job the like the ticket numbers we're seeing on their headlining shows just based off of tiktok is fucking insane it's yeah. wild mm -hmm. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah we, we noticed something similar on tour is, you know, we have a lot of interaction on Instagram and TikTok at our level. It's we're very accessible. And we noticed that a majority of the people that hit us up on TikTok came out to our shows while on tour. And we're like, we can't believe this. We thought this is for finicky people that like were just there for the moment and have no follow through. But sure enough, like you said, a lot of these people that follow us went over to Spotify and also we met them in person. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. But mm -hmm. your song is awesome. Oh, yes. Oh, thank it you rocks. so much. Thank you. <laughs> Sick. Appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, so is there any meaning behind the single title or cover? Yeah, definitely. Um, we quickly found out that everyone's favorite line is I'm always building castles in an hourglass, um, which was a line that I believe Trent came up with. And we were just like, whoa, that's like so meta. So <laughs> what, a, what a great metaphor. And um, it is definitely depicted on the cover art. And hologram is um, kind of a long form uh, metaphor for imposter syndrome. And that was kind of the lens that we wrote the song through was kind of the idea that the person singing the song was almost feeling like a robot or an AI themselves. And we're having, you know, this, you know, distorted reality or this distorted question of what reality is to them. And um, it's been really cool because we like writing about mental health and just not being in the best place. And the song is definitely an exploration of that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about your writing process for this track? Yeah. Start it off, Jeff. Start it off. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I I didn't even know where the concepts or the idea came from. I found the voice memo the other day. We we started learning um, some fun producer tricks from some of our amazing producer friends. I think it was Ethan Kaufman that taught us this. He plays in a band called Wild Party, and he produced our single Gone from last year. And he said that acoustic guitars sound really good through like a shitty phone recording on voice memo. 
Mm. So I found the original voice memo of the acoustic guitar. So in hologram, it's such a distorted, heavy banger of a song. But in the verse, it's actually an acoustic guitar that was recorded on my shitty iPhone. I think at the time I had like an iPhone SE, which is like a, basically a generation four. Mm -hmm. And um, we just brought it into Logic and then we do some crazy stuff. We either detune it by 12 semitones or we, we you know, bring it up 12 semitones and that's what's in there. And then we like chopped it up and Trent came up with the idea of it instead of being like straight do, 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 do. It's like do, 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 do. And it's got this really cool like robotic feeling to it. Um, and that was the original idea. We just listened to the demo that I sent Trent and I was kind of wild that, you know, when we're writing a lot of the times, the song does not sound anything like what the demo sounds like. And for mm. this song is I had a lot of the final stuff for the song, like recorded here at our home studio, which is normally not the case. Like we have like maybe two or three songs that we've recorded here at our apartment. We're like, it sounds great. Like, let's just put it out. And yeah. this is one of those songs, which is wild. The demo vocals are the ones that are on the final release track, which is something that we learned from Dan Reynolds from Imagine Dragons. He's like, sometimes you just can't recapture that emotion because it was so effortless. Mm -hmm. And yeah, verse one and like part of the chorus melody were like written. There was a bad pre-chorus that we got rid of, but pretty much <laughs> I sent it to Trent and he was in Arizona. So he's got a cool little piggyback off that story. But yeah, the demo is really close to what the final product is, which is kind of wild. That's fucking crazy. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff said most of it. I mean, he sent it to me while I was in Phoenix uh, visiting family, which I thought was kind of ironic looking back because we were pulling from that Lincoln Park vibe and Chester is from Phoenix as well. So it's just kind of a weird through line there. But it's it, I remember, it, you know, you hear a demo sometimes and you're like, it's gonna be a lot of work in this one. <laughs> that doesn't sound great. But that one, I was so excited. I listened to it like 10 times and my significant other was pissed at me. Or she wasn't mad. She's like, why do you keep listening to that? I'm like, I'm just really excited to work on this when we get back. Yeah. And yeah, it was one of those songs that kind of I don't want to say wrote themselves that because that's cheesy. There was definitely some work put in, but we came back and then I think we scrapped the pre-chorus we had and then we wrote the chorus together. And this this is one of the most fun things that for me in writing is sometimes Jeff and I will write a melody together. Um, it won't be like he writes one thing, I write the other. I believe that's how this one was written, where we both were working this melody and he came up with the tag and I think I came up with the initial like three measures or something like that. And so it's just like a melding of the minds for lack of a better word. Yeah, for Hell sure. Yeah. That's awesome. And then Jeff, you mentioned that the, the original voice memo for the acoustic guitar was on like an iPhone 4, right? So how yeah. long have you had the demos? That's like, that's years and years. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just, I'm really bad with technology. So I had <laughs> uh, a... I had a phone stolen and then to penalize myself for being so silly to have my phone stolen, I got like the worst phone that I possibly could, which was an iPhone SE and I bought it like outright. Uh -huh. And I had that for phone forever, but I transferred the voice memos, you know, from the cloud or whatever. I have a, I don't know, was it like a 10 or an 11 now? I don't know. Um, but at the time, <laughs> this voice memo was probably a year or a year and a half old, mm -hmm. maybe. June? June? June. Oh, okay. So not that old, but um, nevertheless, yeah, crazy. Okay. You had me thinking you had this, like, this little voice memo hidden away for like 10 years or something. <laughs> I was like, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. God. I, we often joke that I'm like way behind the technological trends. Like, um, I didn't even like, uh, 
Trent and our roommate, I think, play the PS5 or something like that. And we often joke uh, that I don't know anything about technology. So, like, the last system I owned was, like, a PS2. And, like, quite frequently... Quite frequently, we'll go over to friends' houses. Like, our old guitarist, Stefano Capucci, he plays, like, these amazing, like, games like Last of Us. And I've never played a game of that caliber. So, he'll be like, dude, play this game because it's so funny to watch you play this game because you don't know anything about it. It's like showing your parents video games. And you're like, no, you got to use both joysticks. <laughs> I'm always like, how do I jump? Oh, my God. <laughs> That's, That's funny. funny. That's funny. Yeah. You got to yeah. start a Twitch. That'd be That'd be amazing. That's yeah. what they said. That's what they said. So, we'll see. Uh, so I want you two to tell us your favorite lyric off this track and what it means to you. Ooh, go for it. Yeah, I think Jeff touched on it. The I'm always building castles in an hourglass was great because I think uh, we already had the line after that. Our memories have made us sand. See through, I am a hologram. And so we always like doing that as building up lines and like making them connect in a way like that. And sometimes you have to skip a line to connect to the next one. So there's almost like a barrier in between feels less cheesy that way, but that's, that's a really one. That's one that stands out to me. Yeah. I, I love the metaphor of that line. Um, I personally love the verse lyrics too. And I mean, it's very few and far between that the first lyric of a song is your favorite, but I just love the play on words that I came up with in verse one, where I say heroes get remembered by the youth, legends never die, 27, you're used up. And it just like the, and the way I don't normally like, it's not like rap, it's kind of like rap singing. I've never done that or like spoken word in one of our songs, but mm. I just love the concept of we idolize certain people and then like the industry uses you until you're like a certain age and then by that age like you're either a hero or you're a legend that died trying and like you just get mm -hmm. tossed aside and discarded and i was like man that's that's a pretty real line right there um absolutely and a lot of people uh started commenting like i'm what did they say? Like I'm 27 and used up 1.3 times or something like that. They started like <laughs> using that as like a measure for their age, which I thought was kind of interesting, but yeah, yeah. I really resonate with this song. You know, mm -hmm. there's a lot of humanness amidst the, you know, the computer lingo, which is kind of fun. For sure. Yeah. Uh, so where was your headspace at while you guys were writing this track? Where was our headspace at? I think we were really interested in pushing the boundaries of our sound um we've always known that we were a rock band at heart and that we wanted to implement electronic elements and in a lot of interviews that we did uh while we were on tour and post tour last year we always get the question like oh who are your influences or who do people say you sound like and i don't know who came up with it i want to say it was trent because he's got a lot of brilliant ideas um stroke your ego over here <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, but later. we uh we often say that our band uh poe the passenger is imagine dragons meets lincoln park you know mm -hmm. and we were like well why not actually write a song with that in mind and i think that that's where my headspace was when i came up with the in initial demo um and I just have a lot of fond memories of just like piecing that song together because it was almost like a puzzle piece over time. Remember when Kenny was over here and we were like doing, we have like one of these Kemper profiling amps right over here. And like, there's a killer video. I got to repost it on TikTok of Kenny. He's like this like down South blues musician, you know, he's got this, he was like all scruffy and like he had like a leather jacket on and we were doing these like dive bombs on my like, um, 
my uh, legacy Stratocaster reissue and he's like doing like this and then we like were like he was like detuning the thing and it was like we were making all these crazy sounds and then we were like in logic we were speeding it up and slowing it down and dragging it and like ripping it apart and it in the song you hear like these like risers like leading into the chorus almost sounds like a motorcycle driving by or like Mm -hmm. just crazy like a like the game shutting off you know and it's it's him doing those weird fucking sounds. Wow. But he had like the biggest smile on his face yeah. when he was doing it because he was like, Meow, yeah. And it was just, it was like a, such a fond memory. I love that. It, it almost sounds like a computer booting up. And yeah. if you guys are wondering where in the song it is, it's right in between pre chorus two and chorus two. It's yes. like, yeah. And so mm-hmm. that's a dive bomb on the guitar that's reversed. Yeah. Or like AIM, like booting up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Uh, so this one should be super, super quick, off the top of your heads. I want you guys to describe this track for new listeners in three words. No more, no less. Three words each, six total. Okay. You do three and I do three. Okay. Um, Let's go back and forth. You do one, I'll do one. Nostalgic. <laughs> Hard. Badass. Thumping. <laughs> or bumping. Thumping? <laughs> Bump it. That's my official answer. Okay, okay. Roller coaster. Mm. Mm. Energetic. Ooh. Nice. Bumping and bumping roller coaster energetic. <laughs> we have never had a band alternate the one and one. Yeah. Yeah. So. Synergy, baby. This yeah. is Gattaca. It's free, best, basically Gattaca over here. We're just in, you know, we're in sync. <laughs> Love it. Took it. Me a second. <laughs> Love that. Um, so in that same train of thought, is there a certain feeling or emotion you want listeners to have while going through the track? Sorry, Trent and I, we live together and we occasionally do things like in sync. We literally just drank our drinks exactly at the same, at the same time. time. <laughs> but we were it's looking the weird. opposite direction. So somebody watching this can rewind it and just watch how sync we are in sync we are. Um, I have mine. Perfect environment for somebody listening to Hologram. No, the feelings. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry, was that the question? Yeah. Certain like feeling or emotion you want listeners to have while listening mm-hmm. through the track. Ooh, um, something that people have said on TikTok that really resonates with me and that I've been in a space of, you know, with the Meteora 20th anniversary coming out is just the impact that Mike Shinoda and Chester Bennington and the rest of the guys from Lincoln Park had on me and my childhood. Um, something that I've heard from a lot of people is, and it's like the, one of the biggest compliments of my life is that they hear the inspiration of Chester in my voice mm-hmm. and like, dude i like broke down crying probably the first time that i started reading that and it's not just one comment it's like multiple comments and coming for me like being a vocalist has been such a journey like i used to be petrified to sing and now i'm like trent's like yeah dude you're the front man of this band i'm like that's crazy (laughs) to think just to think about like the progression and i just want people to listen to this song and just think about you know the human condition i want them to think about the glory days of music of you know of meteora and hybrid theory and i want them to think of somebody that that uh is struggling or they knew that's struggling because there's a lot of hurt in this song but there's a lot of celebration as well Mm -hmm. um and i want people to be in tune with that those sounds my personal takeaway i I think i want people to feel comforted and again going off a lot of the comments from the the video we posted on tiktok is, is that line I've never been a person with the upper hand. 
I think people feel that a lot, like the world is not out to get them, but they've been kind of beaten down by the world. And I think that line is very relatable to people. And so mm -hmm. they don't Definitely. feel like, oh, it's it's just me that this is happening to. This happens to other people as well. And so I, I want them to feel comforted in that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, obviously you guys have seen a lot of TikTok success. I'm curious as to how you guys kind of like balance the the tiktok success while also like you know trying not to fall too much into that like content creator role and like staying musicians and not burning out by doing everything you know we're, we're we're super humble man we were joking you know when one of our videos like broke like three million or, or we were like doing all these like crazy skits about me living in my car and stuff like that and just like all kinds of fun we never take ourselves seriously online that's why we love that there are haters now that are like you know all this like you know angry like like negative stuff towards you it's like dude we're just yeah. having fun like i didn't know you had to have you couldn't have a sense of humor on social media but now we do this thing because you know, naturally people come out of the woodwork and like you get phone calls and you get mm -hmm. emails from people that are like, you know, we want to work with you. Like some amazing A&R people have like sent us an Instagram message and we're like, what? And like <laughs> with their phone number after like a viral video went up and then we try hitting them up and uh, we have this funny running joke about what it means to be like in the club. And our video that was like going viral got muted for copyright reasons because like oh. the copyright for our song hit and there's like some weird bylaw in the community guidelines that you can't listen to a song for more than a minute on a TikTok video without giving them credit mm -hmm. and even though i'm the person or we're the band i was listening to the song for like a minute and a half or whatever and it well, was it it took forever for the, the, the TikTok to realize it then they muted the video and as soon as we we got muted on TikTok, Trent could tell it better because he's a comedian. But what what happened no, to you us? No, you go, you tell it. No, it was like it was like being led into the Illuminati. You know, like we started getting phone calls from these like <laughs> uh -huh. like I'm talking like multi million like follower TikTokers are calling us up. They're like, hey, dude, I want to do a feature on 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 the song, or they're you know the A and R people are hitting up. So we're like, oh, dude, we got invited to the party. Like we walk yeah. past the bouncer, the in crowd, and we're in, yeah, we're, in, in. We're, we're in with the in crowd. We're like with the Illuminati or whatever, mm -hmm. and like we're standing at the bar and we're like just like taking sips of the drinks for the first time. And then the bouncer comes and he's like, hey, um, we just found out you guys got muted, so I'm gonna need you to spit that back up in the cup and 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 just. And just uh, just leave yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're like but it, but it tastes so good yeah we finally got in no no you need to leave immediately we heard the, the video got viewed it got muted so and the, and the you know it's like bumping like the music plays and you hear like the record scratch and everybody just looks at you you're like you're muted yeah. and we're like yeah your momentum okay? has stopped get out, yeah. get out. <laughs> and it's like instantly so we we, we joke about yeah. it all the time and you know it was absolutely nuts when we were in it and we're just super thankful um and grateful but it's also just you know it's just numbers going up and down on the screen it's like freaking um the matrix or something you know it doesn't mean anything mm -hmm. right Braden bales is talking about this on his page right now um he's, he has that 20 missed calls and that other song that's like blowing up right now and he's just like it doesn't look real and it's so hard so hard to take it real but when you see it like translate into people coming to shows or like mm -hmm. our spotify group like 200 percent, you know and like that kind of crazy stuff that's what's really mind-blowing and you're like oh this is a tangible thing yeah yeah and and also it's tough to balance both because you can't have one without the other mm -hmm. like you can't just be a content creator musician without having the music mm -hmm. and then no one knows about the music like if you're just writing in your mom or dad's basement and then you mm -hmm. don't have that 
online presence, then yeah, no one's going to hear your music. So that's something we actually do struggle with. You know, we, we got this high of getting all this momentum. We're like, great, more TikTok videos, build, build the following. Let's keep going. We saw the Spotify numbers go up and that's great. Um, but yeah, you got to have the songs to back all that up. Mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, we have three, we have, we meet three times a week with the band. We have scheduled times. And I think we need to more so like have it scheduled out. Be like, oh, this time we're going to work on content creation. This one, we're going to do like some marketing and media stuff. And then this one, we're going to work on songwriting and actual like band stuff. That makes sense. Okay. That's good. I'm, I'm happy you guys have it all scheduled and balanced and. Oh, no, not, we don't. We don't have anything is, scheduled. I just Wait, but... brought this idea to the table now. <laughs> oh, this, this is, was just you pitching where, it. This, yeah, is this is where is, it I starts. Think, yeah, <laughs> this is where it starts. Yeah, it was just going over in my head. So no, I that's... need you guys to back me up. Yeah. You know, keep okay, us, I got you. Keep us yeah. honest to it, okay? You know, okay. you know what's funny is I have a tendency of like leaking shit, and our manager is like always like, Jeff, do not leak shit. And I'm like, it's fun. <laughs> and like Hologram was a freaking – I the, the song that I'm listening to in the freaking viral video is the demo of the song unmixed and it was unmixed unmastered i was just like fucking around really Uh, i don't know if we can swear i'm sorry and um okay fuck yeah and um i was just like hey guys so on this video whether i'm listening to a demo is kind of going viral right now I think we should finish it and Trent's like I didn't even know we were gonna put that song out dude That just kind of turned into this wild thing. That was going to be another question, but I figured that the song was done based on how you guys were kind of talking about it. So it was <laughs> viral TikTok, then the panic of, oh shit, we have to finish this to capitalize on it fully. Dude, we were getting yeah. death threats. People were like, release this or I'm going to hold your family hostage. Yeah. And I'm like, Jesus intense, That's man. how you know you're doing good. Yeah. yeah. And, and people don't know is that it takes time to mix and master a song. You know, you mm. want to get it right and everything. So people think you could just release it. And then moreover <laughs> to that regard is it also takes time to put it out on your distributor. Um, it takes right. minimum four weeks. So you're mm. looking at like a six week process minimum. People were and so people angry. people were like, this is never going to come out, da, da, da. Some people were like, I bet the whole song's not even written. I bet it's only a minute and a half. And <laughs> they were just furious. But yeah. yeah. I made it so much more fun. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It's crazy. Uh, uh, so, how do you guys recommend your fans to listen to this track for the first time? Should they play it in the car with friends, dark with headphones on, should they blast at a party, work out to it? What do you guys personally recommend? Ooh. Solo disco party. Solo? In your room. Solo yes. disco party. With, with headphones your headphones on. on. Yeah. yeah, so it's yeah. completely mm-hmm. silent to everybody else. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I think there are so many um, incredible nuances about this tune. Um, our good friend Keith Armstrong uh mixed it and he's mixed some incredible records he worked with cla chris lord algene on like um black parade and the riot uh by paramore all these amazing like uh, 21st century breakdown like these incredible um things and to think that he's mixing our freaking home studio laptop recording is is bananas with the same equipment that he worked on those amazing records but there are so many incredible he it really really does the song justice and he amplifies all of the nuances so please for the first time, if you haven't heard Hologram yet, listen with some incredible headphones, silent disco party in your room, and then blast it in the car with your friends. Um, mm-hmm. And just, yeah, it's just a really hard hitting song. Um, maybe don't listen with the volume all the way up because you might lose your hearing when the chorus comes in. Just a little bit. 
Um, so in the chaos of the TikTok and finishing the song, you guys also made a music video for it. Could you talk a little bit about the process for that? Absolutely. So um, you've seen the video, right? And yes. um, we really wanted to capitalize on the AI um, world. Um, so I directed it and edited it. We shot the whole thing in this apartment, um, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, we didn't. We don't own a green screen, so um, I learned rotoscoping for the first time, which was really cool. Oh my god! Um, and we just we were like, well, how cool would it be if you know the song represented like the AI world and like this imposter syndrome, this distorted reality? So there's like two characters. You know, there's Trent and I's character, and it's definitely my character struggling with the idea of being human or being AI and I actually learned how to use some AI generated programs like Disco Diffusion uh, which is crazy to look at it looks like if you opened up a computer and you just looked at all the code it's just like looks crazy but it's not as crazy as you think and it spits out these AI generated artwork based on the prompts that you put in and you have to create all these like you know you have to mess with all the the statistics or the you know the details whatever and then i used another program called blender which is a 3d rendering program where i was able to create the environments the one that i really loved was the room filling with um sand and like the hourglass while trent's playing the drums like to me this like looks so cool and um like just working with these amazing programs and to be like dude we shot this in our freaking apartment yeah. And it looks amazing. Our roommate from Virginia, Mike Dawson or Michael Dawson, uh, shot it. It's his first music video and it looks amazing. He did a phenomenal job with the lighting and um, it just came together for nothing. And we were like, what can we do for nothing? And apparently we can do a lot. So um, we're really, really proud of the music video. And thank you guys so much for checking it out. If you haven't seen it, it's uh, we just hosted it on our uh, YouTube channel. It premiered on Monday. So go check it out. Oh yeah. I think the funniest part of you kind of telling the backstory behind it is the fact that earlier in the interview you were like, yeah, I know mm-hmm. nothing about technology. And then nothing. you're just like, oh, by the way, this program, this program, this program. I, I just learned Blender. it overnight. I yeah. did AI. Yeah, I downloaded Blender once by accident, opened it, uninstalled that shit right away. It's so scary. <laughs> it is very it is very scary. It is very I'm not saying that I knew what I was doing. Okay, Shane. Well, you um, made it look like I, it. <laughs> I you know, what's funny is a, like you can actually look at some of the shots and I was running all these programs like Final Cut and After Effects and like the so we didn't have a green screen, which is like, geez, why did we do that? Yeah. And Trent's like, hey, we should shoot this scene where you're like you're moving around a bunch. I'm like, yeah, it sounds great. Well, trying to rotoscope like hands and like drumsticks moving around. It's like the worst thing ever. But thank goodness the video is about like glitching and like being not being a part of reality in like a perfect sense, because a lot of the edges as I rendered it out of After Effects were like super jagged. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, crap. And then I used that to my advantage. Like I made it look worse. And because I made it look worse, it looked better because of the song context. Mm-hmm. And obviously I can't do that for the next music video, but it just it ended up being like a happy accident that was super cool so my lack of knowledge actually made something cool oh yeah that's awesome how about that Uh, so what is your favorite memory that you made while creating this track favorite memory i think everyone kind of wrote it together Mm -hmm. um matt was there too yeah matt rosenblum was there our former bassist and kenny was there who doesn't really write with us but occasionally comes over and we just hang and we uh 
plug him in and we tell him to play something. And so he actually, like we were saying earlier, has a couple parts in there. But yeah. just just the the collaboration with this song is is fantastic. And again, that's my favorite part about songwriting is not having one guy just do everything. It's um, everyone coming together and coming with their own influences and everything and, and making something that sounds pretty unique. Yeah, and just the the <laughs> the day that we started realizing that the song was going viral and that I had been like, you know, I was just like, oops, <laughs> I, I, I may have posted an unfinished demo and it's kind of going viral right now, Trent, what are we going to do? It was kind of wild. And just, yeah, this is, this has been a really positive experience and it's so cool um, to know that in a lot of ways, the fans, the, we call them the Poe fam, right? Like they made this song come out mm. and we, it wasn't on the schedule. It was maybe going to be a part of album two. Um, but the people that listen to our music made it happen and they asked for it and we're like, all right, we're going to give it to you, but you got to do something with it. And they've done something with it. We just got added to one of the biggest alternative playlists on Apple music, um, new and alternative. So it's like to be like, in the ranks with all time low and their newest release track and all these amazing, you know, things is just, is so cool. So yeah. we're, we're happy to be here. Oh yeah. Um, to hear that. So picture this, you're on tour, you're at a gas station for a rest stop. What is your snack of choice? Oh, I think I'm going peanut M&Ms. Yeah. Definitely some energy drink. Yeah. I'm got? weird. I like, um, I like beef jerky. Yeah, that's, that's not good. weird at all. Yeah, it's that's delicious. Really? That's good. It's just yeah, it's great. Beef or, I'll even eat a Slim Jim, dude. Yeah, that's Slim, that's Slim a little Jim? weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who knows what's in there? Beef jerky. I, I no, draw the line. No, it's like compressed meat, meat. Yeah. yeah, I don't even know if we could call it meat. Let's be honest. Yeah. All right. Just some other I'm gonna snap it. My vegan ass could probably eat that shit. No, literally. Yeah. Yes. And a bang energy drink. Bang energy. We love those. Sure. Bang energy. Yeah. Perfect. Where, where's right. that sponsor at? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so on the topic of food, if the band was a dish, what dish would the band be and why? Mm. The band would be the Hot Ones collection of wings and sauces. Mm. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. when you hit the chorus, it's the bomb. You know, the bomb insanity, the bomb insanity. It's yeah. just flames. And mm-hmm. then, you know, we got some cool, some tangy flavors in the verses. Wow. That's a great answer. You're welcome. I, I can't even top that. It's perfect. All right. I was going to say beef tenderloin and then, <laughs> and then backtrack from there. Beef tenderloin. Beef tenderloin. I don't even know yeah. what's in beef tenderloin. <laughs> that's don't ask the it's like breaded beef or something, right? Pork tenderloin, beef tenderloin. That's, um, yeah. that's, that's the other thing. That's Gordon Ramsay's thing. Yeah, yeah. Really that's what I was thinking about. Yeah. yeah. It just sounds okay, good. That's cool. I don't know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Pretty <right>. much. <laughs> Um, so for the last couple of questions, we're going to shift completely away from music and go straight to death row. Boom. So if you're on death row, what oh. would your last meal be with a drink? Mm. Oh, okay. Definitely be a Dr. Pepper in the room. Yeah. Not you. You no. hate sodas. No, no. I'm saying yes for <laughs> oh, you. Oh, yes for me. Or yeah. like a, a black iced tea unsweetened. Like I love that with like a lemon. I do love Actually, that. Yeah. That's fair. I drink unsweetened tea a lot. Speaking of, last meal. speaking of Dr. Pepper, though, have you had the strawberries and cream, the new one? I've had the van- the cream soda vanilla one. That one's really good. But uh-huh. I haven't had the strawberry. What? Strawberries and cream. The shit's crazy. 
Shit's crazy. Yeah. Wait, it, wait, I'm sorry. It that's what happens to you? No, nah, it, no, it's it's really good. Like it, it, shit is crazy. Not like the shit is crazy. You know? Oh, <laughs> not talking like a White Castle situation. Okay, um, no, no, no. Ah, oh, man. I it, last meal. Man, this is a this is a really good question. It wouldn't be like lobster. You know, I know some people would be like lobster and a steak. No, it would probably be. I'd, I would do something like an extra large, thin crust sausage and pepperoni pizza from Baroni's in Glen Ellen, Illinois, which is the my favorite Italian place from when I was a kid. Nice. Oh. Nice. I would I would definitely do something from every meal, so breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Oh. Yeah, I'd have like waffles and bacon, and then for lunch I would have like some pastrami dip or beef dip, and then dinner I would have some decadent. Sam, oh, I'm sorry, not a decadent sandwich. I had a decadent hamburger with like truffle oil oh, on it shoot. and everything. Yeah. Dang it. Yeah. Maybe some ice cream to go with. What it. about like? A... I want it to be so big that I just keep eating, and they're like, "It's time." I'm like, "I'm still. I'm I got a few pieces <laughs> Come on. You gotta let me finish. Uh, or like an Obama special from Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That'd be good. Sounds good. Great. Uh, so, if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Narnia. Narnia. No. I never. The Matrix. F- the Matrix would be kind of cool. I like never feel badass in my day to day life, but I think watching The Last of Us, I would mm-hmm. love to see a badass side of me come out where I, you know, live in like you know futuristic Boston and like have to like fight off clickers and stuff. I feel yeah. like I would thrive in a post apocalyptic world for some reason. Yeah, that's also my answer. Good pick. that's so weird i want harry potter because it just makes things easier like i was sitting on the couch and i didn't want to get up to get my Lacroix, and i wanted to say like accio Lacroix. (laughs) like i wouldn't be a good you're like i just picked a harder life yeah (laughs) i just wanted to use your magic to like get the remote from across the room that's ridiculous no and like i would go to the gym and like like somehow Accio the weights to where he would just do it for me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, work smarter, not harder, right? Duh. I mean, you got a point. Yeah. Yeah. You point. picked a better life and I picked like a shittier life. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's crazy. What, um, what Hogwarts house are you? I'm uh Ravenclaw. Slytherin. Ravenclaw. Slytherin. Yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I'm seeing you right now. Yeah. <laughs> Can't be trusted. <laughs> I have down to rest. And the last question every single person that we've spoken to have said that is the most important question. Mm. What's your favorite color? Blue. Uh, red. Why, why though? Is there ever a reason or is it just something that you like? It's one of those things where I think I've been saying it for so long that I actually believe it. Why. But it's like, mm-hmm. I, it's not because I, I just like the feeling the color red gives me but it's not like a color i would wear it's not a color that i would choose as a car it's not even a color i want to see all the time but when i do see it it just invokes a strong emotional feeling for me and and it's not always good like sometimes it's good but sometimes it's bad where it's like you know it's like you know vengeance or war or something like that or like i know i'm so intense yeah that's right that's opposite of your personality and also mine is kind of too blue like I have a blue car, I have a blue water bottle, I have a blue iPhone, and I think it like chills me out. I see mm. it and I, it makes me feel relaxed. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 
I'm so psychotic. I'm like, I like bread because it's crazy. <laughs> it's funny because like actually like uh psychologically blue does calm you down. It's a well-known fact that that, that is what happened and red puts you on edge. So it's yeah. funny how you guys have like the exact opposite. It's awesome. We pick the color that we need. I need to chill out a little bit and well, your favorite color needs some could... excitement. Yeah. Like... Your color couldn't be red. Look at your hair, dude. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you have to deal with that shit every day. That's true. Damn. Man. Daily struggle. <laughs> We like, to hum we like to humble each other. Yeah. You know, I was going to bring up, you know, what's super funny is uh, Leah is a good friend of ours. And it looks like your guys' video just came out yesterday for her. But yeah. we're, we're working on a couple of features and we're super stoked for her new record, uh, Happy Never Ending. And yeah, it was just so funny. I was literally talking to her like the other day. And then I checked out your guys' channel. I'm like, oh, shit, Leah was on here yesterday. Yeah. Or whatever yeah. Yeah. Just got oh, copy yeah. with her. All yeah. world. That was awesome. Um, yeah. So as I said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you guys like to plug? Yes. Are we allowed to plug it? What do we... Okay. <laughs> you want me... let me read your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Telepathically okay. communicate. Sometimes you know. Sometimes Actually, you know. I leak shit all the time. So why don't you leak shit? All right. Uh, we next month we have the deluxe edition of our debut album Alinea coming out. There's some bonus tracks on there that we're really proud of and that we produced, and I think they're really fun. And um, yeah, we have that upcoming. We have the the music video for Hologram that just came out, and that's about it. Yeah, just come say what's up on TikTok. See me make a fool of myself. Uh, we're Poe the Passenger, of course. And uh, yeah, go let us know if you love or hate Hologram on uh, YouTube and Spotify. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, thank you for sounds, guys. It's been Poe the Passenger, and we have been the Good Noise Podcast.